Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast, where we, me, AJ Hart, and my lovely host, Blake Rea. Uh, are you implying I'm your host? Like, this is like, I'm just podcasting to you alone, specifically. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to my podcast, where Blake talks to me for an hour and a half, and I just sit here and think, I love this. This is a good time that I'm having. <laughs> I love when my best friend just talks at me and never lets me say anything. <laughs> this this oh, is no. a show where we oh, take no. your lovely oh, no. pieces my of... fans on, AJ. What? I fucked up. I fucked up bad. I did the one What'd big you podcasting no-no. My, fa- my fan was on. It's off now. Your fan was on the whole fucking time. <laughs> I Jesus ruined our Christ. Total, our I totally have to start fucking... over. I have to do my whole no. intro now again no, because you, you came in here like a fucking no. clown. No, you don't have to start over. Been doing this shit for over, over a year now, coming up on a year and a half. And you're, ooh. <laughs> but it's so hot, AJ. AJ, it's just like, it's, it's fucking 90 degrees in LA. We've had the hottest summer we've ever had here in LA. And I have to sit here almost nude, and I still have to have a fan on. And it's just, I'm suffering. I'm suffering. I'm living in a nightmare. I would be nude if I wasn't in, like, a polyester chair. You're in a polyester chair? Yeah. The second my skin touches it, the chair is like, ah, grab, grab your hands, and it just sticks there, and it's the worst Ugh. thing ever. Uh, I could do you one better. I'm in a wooden chair, but because it's wooden, for sitting in it for long periods of time, it just fucks up my ass and my back. So I actually layered on a bunch of cotton blankets into it, so just... It's like it's like a just a, a just a nuclear power plant in right where my ass is right now. It's just that hot. Um, yeah, you have like just, a little butt blanket. I got a little butt blanket, and ugh, it's just very it's very very warm. Uh, if you can't tell, uh, we design video games or something. Uh, we take your love. <laughs> we take your lovely submissions <laughs> from the internet, all from Twitter, Reddit. Uh, email and YouTube, even though it's an official channel. Don't believe my host; he's an idiot. Not official channels. Uh, yeah. Like, what did Not I say? What did I say? One day we'll get some more YouTube submissions. <laughs> I just like saying. <laughs> and we turn those games into the next AAA video games. And I have to tell you, Blake, we have a mission today. Which? Oh, what's the mission? Our mission is: I've been independently contracted by Microsoft. They came to me and they said, "AJ, AJ, 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 AJ." <laughs> It's me, the guy oh, in charge no. of Microsoft. We've had to stop all of our video games. Fable, uh-huh. that's not coming out for this decade. Halo, that's not coming out with the launch. We weren't going to get Deathloop with launch anyway, but first quarter, second quarter, we were hoping for it. We don't have any games. And we said in our press release that we're still launching Xbox Series S. I know it's a bad name, but we're still launching it this year with <laughs> thousands of games. But we so- don't have any of those so is this episode creating those thousands of games that they were talking about behind the scenes we're creating the games for xbox microsoft's series s also holy shit that's a really bad name i know everyone else has already dunked on them for it it sucks ass well, like, it sucks shit because you... they already had the X. They already had the Xbox One S. Yeah, no. Like, it's, it's how a, do you do the very... Xbox One yeah. S and then say, "All right, next generation Xbox Series S," and it's super different. Like, piss off, dude. See, I don't know. The thing is, why do you think Microsoft has f- 
changed or fallen because like they were at the at the beginning like with xbox with their original xbox and with the xbox 360 and i'd say it started to peter out towards the xbox one series they used to be like some of the front runners of like setting standards for games and really and really being adamant about releasing original content and I, it's just kind of a bummer that they're going from that to leaning more into I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were influenced by streaming services to try and release the next, like, home entertainment system. Yeah, they've publicly said that they're not looking to do, like, big AAA, like, narrative mm-hmm. story games. That's not what they're interested in. They are interested in creating, like, the Netflix of video games, right? Like, that's why they continue to press their uh, subscription service. That's why they continue mm-hmm. to press this library. That's why when they said, like, How? oh, we don't have, like, a main party game coming on but we Mm. do have thousands of games you can play with Game Pass. So here's the goal. Everything that we're making is an Xbox exclusive for their Xbox Series X Season Pass Extraordinary. See, oh, I man. love how did they do See, that though? Like, they, I lo- it's like if Doritos was like, check it out, we have Doritos Cool Ranch, <laughs> and then they were like, all right, and these are all of our Doritos. Get ready for our new Doritos. Doritos Cold Ranch. It's different. Uh, it's the sequel to it's Doritos. <laughs> it's a different thing. It's Don't not, get it, it tripped does... up with Cool Ranch. This is Cold Ranch. And it's just a lighter shade of blue as the bag. It's just like a sky blue rather than a deep blue. Like, no, it's totally different. It's totally different. Do you think that they're doing this purposefully to screw over, like, moms during, like, the holiday season when, like, parents are going out to, like, buy their kids the new Xbox Series S and they buy the Xbox One S and Microsoft Mm -hmm. is like, nice, they bought our old junk shit thing. Now they have to still buy our cool new thing. Um, it could be that... Um, do you think it's that nefarious? I, I, <laughs> like, I don't think it's, I don't, I honestly, honestly, I know this is big, big <laughs> gaming, th- admittedly. I think they're too, this is, they just made a dumb mistake, to be totally honest with you. It just sounds, <laughs> I don't know, it just doesn't, I, I, I. I mean, that tracks that it could just be a really bad decision. Keep in mind that this is the company that released... This is the company that released the Xbox One S all digital, which... Mm -hmm. That's the Xbox sad. God. That's the Xbox Xbox One sad. That's what series stands for. Xbox sad series. That's that's the name. Well, no, that's (laughs) Xbox One... Yeah, like, how do you... How does that get past you? How do you mess that up Mm -hmm. so bad? Is nobody in there, like... Sitting down and saying, like, what are we going to name that? And, like, whatever gets on the chalkboard first is the mm-hmm. thing that they're going with. I don't I don't know. I don't know. We could, like, it, th- this conversation makes me sad. Hey, Blake, we're 13, mm-hmm. we're 15 minutes yeah. in now. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I was just, I was literally just about to say, like, hey, I we're probably like, gutted we're, a lot of we're that, ta- I think. We're talking, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're not a talk video game podcast. I mean, technically we are. We're a game design podcast. And we're a really fake quickly, video AJ, game design podcast. I, I don't know if you saw, but our big budget AAA butter wrestling game came out last week, and it was a fucking hit. We have we have so much merch now. People are like putting butter on themselves and showing up to events. I've actually gotten lawsuits about kids putting butter on themselves and like hitting each other with weed whackers in their backyard. It's a fucking phenomenon. It's going great. Yeah, I've and got here's... nothing but love letters, which is amazing. Like, I love that you're the one getting sued, and I'm financially safe. <laughs> I'm really glad that right. none of my personal information was put into the game, and I'm only tied into the company on the back end. Uh, it fuck. I owns s- bones. I, s- I, s- 
I signed all the paperwork, but you know, hey man, high risk, high reward. That's how it is when you're the when you're the king of butter. Here's the freaking trailer. <laughs> Spiritual successor games. Let's get ready to change. Create your own wrestler. Cover them in buttery goodness and slip and slide your way to butt kicking. <laughs> Fight your way to the top, and you just might win a lifetime supply of butter. But do you think it'll be that easy to win? You've trained for this. One! You've got to be lard and in charge. Two! You're the cream of the crop, kid. Now get up! Three! Oh my god, he's on his feet again! Like a golden buttery god, he's up and... K.O. Heel churn, slide into the ring today. Hello and welcome back gamers, I hope you enjoyed that trailer. <laughs> I fucking destroyed my voice doing Macho Man Randy Savage for that for that trailer like I, I i don't know if i texted you about it aj but like i woke up the next day and my voice was just like like anything i it, it it was like a whisper it was like it turned my voice into a whispery voice for like a day and it was like but so it was painful. for the art it was so it was so it was so for the art and that was like after that trailer was done and i sent it to you i just like had this moment of like holy fuck this was so much fun to do and i can't wait to do more trailers about that um, and it wasn't just really us quickly, that had fun actually, with it. We had somebody help us out from our Discord, which was really cool. Yeah! Uh, Andrew Willoughby, you sassy motherfucker. They submitted their voice for us this week at the beginning of the trailer. And that actually brings up something really cool that we're starting to do. If you are on our Patreon and on our Discord, uh, you can actually submit your voice to be used at the beginning of all of our trailers. Every time we do a trailer, there will be an opening for a fan to submit their voice at the beginning of it. And Andrew was our first one. Yeah, so what we're going to be doing moving forward is everybody that submits to our Discord and through our Patreon, we're also going to be reaching out and trying to get an audio file from them of just like a little stinger. And then all of those are going to be put in a big folder. So every time we do one of those trailers, one of those is going to be picked randomly. So we're going to mm -hmm. be interacting with all of you just a little bit more on the creative side of stuff. It'll, it should mm -hmm. be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was very. It's we were thinking of like, hey, what's some cool things we can start doing with the Patreon and with the launch of these trailers? It'd be just kind of cool to have fan voices in the beginning of them. If you got two bucks, consider grabbing a battle pass on our Patreon, where you get a bunch of other benefits as well as the voice thing. But we've been talking for almost twenty minutes now, uh, at least in our recording, <laughs> so we should get yeah, into we've definitely episode. gutted a lot of this, right? Oh god, yeah. I, I, I mean, I hope so. I hope you did it. You're the one editing. <laughs> Maybe I just removed the whole thing in the episode starting right now. Oh shit! Where it's just the trailer, and then like we open with the trailer, and now it's like, uh, really quickly. Hey everybody, I'm your host uh, Blake Rea. He's AJ Hart, and we talk about cool games that shouldn't be made. Yeah, how's it going, everybody? I'm AJ Hart. We're starting the episode right now because we spent 20 minutes talking about jack shit that didn't really matter, and now we're ready to start the show. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Alright, the first submission comes from Trans Artist of the Day. First-person shooter, but you have to do a push-up in real life to fire your gun. I want to do an FPS shooter that's like, I want to do the Ring Fit Adventure of FPS shooters. So you have, like, your body is strapped up with, like, a motion capture suit, like, really cheap or whatever, and you, to mm -hmm. do certain things, you have to exercise. So 
to to move and walk sure is like you walk uh, you you just you have to jog in place and and whatever jumping is jumping um but the moment you want to fire your gun you have to basically do a burpee and for those that don't know what burpees are it's like you're in a standing position you drop down into a push-up position you do a push-up and then you have to jump up again so it's just like it's that loop so it's just like this is a game of doing burpees to kill your opponents it's gonna be be so wickedly slow but i think it would be fascinating um for i would say here's what i want to be highly intense the music's going to be so highly intense something that i want to we need to explore the workouts right and we need to explore what the workouts do because Mm. if you're using a gun i think that a burpee every time you need to shoot one bullet is let's be honest here it's a bit ridiculous but mm-hmm. you know what's not ridiculous to do pretty quickly, if you, you were to have, to, if gun. you were to be dependent on it, a squat. What? what if what if a burpee is a grenade, but a gun ah. shoot is a little squat? Uh huh. All right, real real quick question to put some stank on this: Is this actually going to be real exercises, or is it going to be like the exercises that people think are efficient but are actually like actually killing you, like the ones that like, are there's like, exercises really that are killing you? Well, yeah, there's some exercises that are like you. If you have terrible form, it's gonna hurt you. Or is this going to be a game where it's just like it assumes that you know what ec- you know how to do a specific exercise? It's not like Ring Fit was kind of cool where it actually. I'm gave sorry. You, can you like, give me an, ex- an example of a of a workout that we can give to people regularly that will do more damage to them than good? There was a there was a workout I found out. Um, hi, Blake Ray. Uh, occasionally works out, baby. Um, where you Hi, take Blake a... Rea, I read two workout articles <laughs> on getfit.com. <laughs> I know. I, I, I read two articles on BuzzFeed. Thank you. Their information is, like, <laughs> ins- inscrutable. Um, where you How's take it going, a, Blake, uh, Blake Rea? I read an article on Goop, so I can definitely be trusted. <laughs> I know what fitness is. I'm a gamer. Um, so basically, you t- just, okay, shut up, shut up, shut up. I got to explain how this exercise hurts people. So <laughs> you take like a, um, a weight bar. So it's like the bar that has the weights on the side of it. You actually lift it above your head and you bring it back down behind your head. What they found out is, is that can slowly like deteriorate how your, your neck and your back and your spine. And it's actually really fucking bad for you. So if you're doing exercises where you have the push-up bar, whatever, and you bring it down behind your head, you're actually hurting the shit out of yourself. So is this a game that is all about doing those bad exercises? Or is this a game about doing fun exercises? Like fun and efficient Well, here's what's incredible. Blake, what's something that you hate seeing people do in games? Like we we can essentially weaponize our game. If we create a game mm-hmm. and we really hate jump shot or like jump shooting or crouch diving or something like uh-huh, uh-huh. like I hate in video games when people like like Gears of War. I always hated the shotgun meta because shotguns mm. suck shit and they just like are an instant kill button. But in, a, in this video game that we're making, the only mm-hmm. way to use the shotgun is if you do the really bad workout that destroys your neck and noggin. Oh, so, so you're incentivizing it. Oh, God. We're going to oh, do a God. game where the, air quotes, <laughs> meta for the game, the real way uh-huh. to play, will destroy <laughs> their goddamn bodies. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm down, I'm down <laughs> for that. I, I think there's one other thing I want to talk about with this game. You know, The more harmful every the co- workout is, the better it no, is no. in game. 
no, 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 no. More specifically, every game has like that one, like that primo thing that everybody brags about. In Halo, it's oh shit, you got sticky nated from the grave. That's the big thing about that game. In Call of Duty, it's a 360 no scope. What is the 360 no scope of this FPS workout game? Backflip. It's a backflip? You have to backflip? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, AJ, that's how you use your ultimate. It's like, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, when you're playing Call of Duty Zombies, you know, like, when you get the nuke, it just destroys everything in the area. So, like, if you can do a back... Oh, man, so many people are going to break their necks, and it's going to get so... so there's going to okay, a lot right. of lawsuits coming our way, boyo. If you thought heel churn was bad with the lawsuits... <laughs> okay, so what this is, is this is, a, this is a shooter game where in order to activate kill streaks or abilities, a la Overwatch, Valorant, things like that. Oh, you have to do a real God. workout in the world. You're all uh -huh, will only uh -huh. be triggerable if you can do a backflip. Oh God, dude. <laughs> see, but this is also kind of fucked up because there's some people out there that could do backflips pretty, pretty efficiently. You show me an esport, like professional e gamer, a professional gamer that can do a backflip, and I will give you five dollars. But see, here's the thing, though. We watching esports is going to be way more fucking interesting now. I don't don't. <laughs> anytime they do a cutaway from like I, when I'm watching like footage of League or uh, at Evo where you actually see the fighting tournament, it's fucking hype and it's cool. But then they cut away to the gamers like sitting at their computer, completely still, <laughs> motionless, just eyes trained on the monitor. I'm like, this is boring to watch. This isn't entertainment. Or they actually, it's only fun. When, oh uh, god, what's his, what's his name? It's the guy that, uh, actually, I think they're non-binary, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Fox? Uh, yes, they them. The, they're NB. They them, sweet. Awesome, thank you for correcting me on that. So, when they're on the stage, they're hype as fuck, because they've got a personality, they are energetic, <laughs> they move, they actually talk to the people that they're playing with, they're, like, they're, they're just nice. I think that's what, I think that's what, like, live gaming needs is just people like being nice to one another is just so much more engaging yeah, but think about but could you imagine it's, the game where like when it goes to the wide that shows the team everybody's kind of standing there playing with the like just, the game controllers and the game pads ducking and weaving and at any moment like you just, know that the team fights uh -huh. are rounding up there's big batches and you're like at any second now someone's mm. gonna do a backflip and it's gonna be so, the most holy shit. shit also that brings up like kind of a crazy thing like um you just like you cut to people like shadow boxing because this is like this can go into like actual uh <laughs> like all the uh, like because like when you get close to people you have to melee them right it just becomes like do different characters have different workouts Ooh, you have one who's like the crossfit guy and then you have the other one who's all nothing but weight training so like depending <laughs> on your class depicts like what exercises you're doing and like the rigorousness of your workout right so like that that's cool because it's like hey i guess i'm doing leg day i guess i'm playing the scout from team fortress 2 uh it looks like i need to do heavy weightlifting today so you to uh, to carry a big gun in the game you got to carry big weights homie that's like what that's how it works <laughs> yes okay what we're doing is we're creating not only like do the character classes matter but what class you pick is going to determine what like workouts you main uh -huh, and that's going to change uh -huh. the body type of you right oh. like somebody that's a tank or like a dps is going to be so jacked and big muscled but like a support I, I character they have I to can't do so many reps they're toned as hell not super big wait. but damn are those th muscles tight 
but all of these exercise, all of these classes are so specific. So like, if you only do one specific like class, you're only like, you're going to be the guy that's like jacked arms, but your legs look like fucking toothpicks. Or if you're the leg person, you're just going to have like a regular looking torso, but your legs are going to look like you, you like, a, like you're part of them. You have like mech for like legs. It's just going <laughs> to, you have to play all classes to actually get a well-rounded workout. <laughs> the, the, the interesting part is going to be uh-huh. because I don't know jack shit about working out. There's going to be one character. What are you that talking about? You're a toned, you a toned, handsome motherfucker. You know, you know what's up. What are you talking by about? merit of like what character? Like we know that every character is going to have different skills, and that means that there's uh-huh. going to be one character that just because of the workouts that they naturally have is more likely to get their player backflip ready. Before the rest of the players. Oh, so like, are you? Somebody might be able to be like, oh, I main charcuterie. And charcuterie's par- like workouts means that honestly, within like two or three hundred hours worth of gameplay, I can probably do a backflip. But let's oh. say that you're playing, um, let's say that you're <gasps> playing Megalodon, the tank of the game. I'm getting uh-huh. so big muscled in my arms, but man, I'm not trying a backflip. Maybe AJ. ever. Maybe Megalodons don't. Don't, don't AJ, 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 I've, I've unlocked it. Uh, this is how this is how um, we're going to do two things. There's going to be seasonal content to this game, and there's also going to be each... The, the way experience works is that at every level, you unlock a new weapon, a new ability, but it's also a new exercise. So because like the big thing about exercising is if you do the same thing over and over and over again, your muscles are going to adapt, and it's not going to be as efficient as it was when you first started doing it. So to learn and get and evolve as a person who's exercising you also need to evolve in the game to unlock different workout regimens so it's like and but also that incentive you get new weapons you get new abilities whatever 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 so but what you're proposing also, okay really uh-huh. quick just so i so, understand the, yes. kind of what makes an esport really work is the idea of like there are set rules and set expectations mm-hmm. when we go in I think that mm-hmm. we can't necessarily offer like a level up as you start to unlock others like well, workouts you can do. I, what I well, am proposing though is that every couple of seasons we'll just like swap like us on the back end will swap mm-hmm. the workouts you need to do for character skills. So maybe mm-hmm. somebody used to be able to bench like no one's business, but that now they're like are you kidding me? They changed my character. Now I can't bench to use my oh. laser. I have to do five. I have to squat to get my laser. Oh, in. And I'm going to be able like to do that, that super easy uh-huh, through the uh-huh. first half of the game, but I'm not built for that. I'm going to get tuckered out of squats and not want to do them once I hit the 20 See, minute mark. See, I like that because you're going to get reactions from people being like, yeah, I, I really love working out my arms, but they fucking nerf my character. So I don't work out my <laughs> arms anymore. It's awful. <laughs> my hips look great but my arms they just they just like it's like i'm an oil i'm an old rubber 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 or oh, what the fuck what are they called rubber hose cartoon from the 1930s gilgamesh has to do a fucking burpee to use his cool sword now he's on you unplayable <laughs> okay okay i think we had I'm a lot of fun with that this. we should talk about, yeah then we should put a pin in our fps workout game <laughs> what game you got for me brother this comes from Gazer at just Gazer, the original day one, day one, an action puzzle game where you are stuck in a time loop and the only way out is to survive to the end and reset the loop machine at the other end of the map. You have 69 minutes and 6.969 seconds of IRL uh, time to do so. Isn't this, uh, so it's a wait, time loop is, game where we get 69 minutes. Isn't this just that loop <laughs> FPS game that got delayed again from, 
loop. But you know what? I, I like us doing this because that game's not going to come out for a while. So you know what we do here at Spiritual Suck? That's we, Death Loop just we, got... We like to fill death. in the gaps, you know? Like... <laughs> How's it going? Welcome to Spiritual Successor. Uh-huh. We eat other people's lunches for our lunch. <laughs> Deathloop got delayed, and obviously this is because they are doing two things. One, they're extending the amount of game time by nine minutes. It used to be one hour, now it's 69. We're also making it just a touch more horny. Oh, God. Okay, so it's a horny, it's a horny Groundhog's Day sort of game. Right? Just a little bit. Like, I'm imagining, mm-hmm. like, fighting game horny. Like, you look at it and you're like, wow, oh, that's really fucking horny. But then, like, <laughs> we don't do anything with it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, okay. it's some real code vein shit. Okay, so, because you and I were just spending, like, the past hour before recording just looking at Guilty Gear, like, character designs that are, like, pretty sexy. Gotta say. Gotta say. Jacko Valentine. Gotta mm-hmm. say. It's got that level of goth, like, goth girl, but also, like... A cool fucking character design that'll kick the shit out of you. So, are you going along those lines where it's just also like, Johnny just, looks? John, Johnny's like fucking Johnny badass. Johnny's big, really sexy too. Big, right? big hat, open like open like just six pack with like an open trench coat. Sure, fuck yeah. What is it about trench coats that are just so sexy? Uh, because they're kind of like. I, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, AJ. I don't know about I don't I don't know about you. But have you ever met a person in real life wearing a trench coat that looks good? I haven't. I sure as hell haven't. If anything, they look well. Kind in, of in the real life, I've met very few people that will wear a trench coat with a bare chest. Like that's what uh, makes it sexy. Okay, but then it's not that. Then it's not the trench coat that's sexy. It's the bare chest that's sexy. It's just the bare chest. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, just, right. just people just need to wear like more open, like open shirt vibe, dude. <laughs> like Hawaiian shirts, not really sexy. The moment you unbutton them, though, sexy. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, <laughs> but yes, there's a lot of great. There's a lot of great besides a guilty game. You like that one, buddy? You like my fucking Hawaiian shirt bits? <laughs> I only, I only, I only, I only shirt just I, immediately becoming like a thirst tool. I, the second you I, undo the buttons I, is very comical to me. <laughs> Well, I, I only mentioned this because I was at the beach yesterday with my brother, and he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt-esque thing, and it's just like, Hawaiian shirts kind of goofy, they're soft, they're meant to be comfortable looking, but then, like, it was like, it's getting hot, and he undid the button, and I'm like, I'm looking at him, like, dude, you look fucking great, you look fucking fantastic right now, and that's why I brought it up. <laughs> it's weird It's how- the fun, flirty nature of yeah! the Hawaiian shirt with the sexual power of a bare chest. <laughs> I mean, you're right, and I hate it, is the thing. Okay, so how about this? How about I hate this? that AJ, now, AJ. the next time I'm in a tourist trap and I see a, t- a Hawaiian button-up, I'm going to uh-huh. think, I could look pretty sexy, though. Uh, bro, and Hawaiian <laughs> shirts, they're cheap. You can get a shit ton of them. You can have a Hawaiian shirt for every day of the week. And this actually brings us back to the game. Every character in this game has a different kind of Hawaiian shirt that's obviously open, right? <laughs> so it's a time loop. You're stuck. Death loop you're st- 69. <laughs> And you're stuck on like a tropical island, a la, a la Hawaii or Oahu or some mm-hmm, other mm-hmm. like off of off of the east coast of the United States, like the Caribbean, maybe. Um, and you have <laughs> an open shirt. And there's like a scene where like you obviously could be like, hey, uh, you're get- there's a lot of bullets coming your way and you, you should put on a tactical vest. And he's like, and and throw away the bare chested sexiness of my Hawaiian shirt. I think not, good sir. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the idea that feels like very much Travis touchdown where he's like, I could wear armor, but you wouldn't see my sweet anime shirt. It's not happening. It's just not <laughs> happening. <laughs> okay. So what is the mechanic of this game? We're on a tropical island and you're trying, you have to We're escape the island, island in 69 minutes. Is that the goal? Yeah, You have to get out to the other side. Here's one possible question. Mm-hmm. If we want to, if we're trying to bump up the horniness, how do, how do you get out of the death loop? Is it just that you need to be not distracted by any amount of horniness for sixty nine <laughs> minutes? So you're telling me this is an this island is going to be a game that ace like... people rule at. <laughs> this is a game. You're right. This is a fucking that ace people could be like. Yeah, I had no difficulty playing this game. It was actually it was quite fun because there's like other things to do other than just tear and sexy things. It's just people being sexy. There's things up. to do in this video game other than look at bare-chested Hawaiian t-shirt wearing characters. Oh my god, the mini games in this game got to be really fun though. That'll be like that'll be another distraction though. It's like you go and it's just like, "Hey, I I don't know why, but there's just this there's just this skee-ball tournament going on in the middle of the forest right now." But if you accidentally walk over to the horny uh-huh. mini games, you oh, do end god. up resetting. Oh, your character oh, says, oh, yeah, oh, now I get no. to see some action. And then it resets and you're like, ah, damn, I got punked again. See, gotta go I from don't, the beginning. I, <laughs> I don't want it to start at the beginning. The marketing I of this game is incredibly horny. In game, very little horniness because the second something could get a little bit steamy, the time resets. <laughs> it's just. It's just cucking the game. <laughs> oh man, there's a there's a there's uh every every sexy game's got to have one. There's there's this steamy sauna where all the naked people like to hang out in. The, but the moment you get over there, you just met with like a black screen <laughs> that just says in red letters. <laughs> it just spells cucks, like just right there. There's like a fun like, dialogue how, tree you where know, like somebody you... invites you into their like apartment for a little bit for a little nightcap, and you're like, "Ooh, maybe I'll go get a nightcap." You walk into the apartment, black screen reset. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I think the gameplay loop of this is finding out what situations you need to be in to advance the story versus the ones that are just a <laughs> just a reset. So it's like you have to go into you have to go into the shop to get the certain item to advance the game, right? But that you don't know what shop it is. And you could walk into a shop that's like, "Hey, you want to you want to you want to go into the back room?" And then it just game ends. Bam. You've been you've been cucked. But then you but you ha- like is it a game like that where it's just trial and error? Yeah, it's a trial and error game right, where you are on like, like the most randy island of all time and you have to go 69 minutes <laughs> and 6.9 seconds with no randiness happening. And once you do that, your character is set free, but no randiness can happen for that 1 hour and 9 minutes. You you know what vibe this gives me? It gives me serious Helltaker vibes, but from the perspective of the angel. He's just like, I'm here to just, I'm just here to fill things out. And then they're just like, there's a bunch of sexy demons around me and I don't know what to do. This is chaotic energy that I've never had to deal with. So is it like, kind of like that? It's like Helltaker, but from the perspective of the angel. Yeah, a little bit. Like everyone's just like over here indulging, and you as the angel have to like dodge and skirt and get around all of this horrid. I just debauch. I don't want to be around these horny people. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) You got a game for me? Uh, Yes, yes, I do. All right, AJ. I don't know about you, but I stayed up many a night just watching uh, infomercials, and one of my favorite infomercials was the Billy Mays stuff. 
This comes to us on Reddit from user Squid Pope. Billy Mays, Thrilly Mays. So it's a th- it's a Billy Mays infomercial style maze game. So what does that look like? Is it you are going to go through a maze, but to get through the maze's challenges, you have to use all of the things Billy Mays has ever talked about in his infomercials to get through it? So it's like it's, it's a like a adventure click click. It's a roguelike. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Wait, let me try that again. Let me try that again. Let me try it again. No. Take two. It's a Metroidvania. So you have to go through the game. Are you Billy Mays? You are or Billy are you Mays. Just like a you are kid going that was like... all around this big, like horrible architecture, unlocking new things that Billy uh, Mays has sold so that you can double back and solve old puzzles. How about how about how about how about this? Because because it, it's like I think this is something that a lot of people can connect to of just like falling asleep with it. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but falling asleep watching TV and then you wake up at like one in the morning and that's when like hour long infomercial time is and you just kind of like stare at it till you fall asleep again. What if the opening of this game is a kid goes to bed and wakes up in the middle of the infomercial and then is like sucked into the infomercial. So that's like the inciting incident of the game. Oh, like you wake up and and it's like Billy Mays here and I need you to jump into the TV screen. Come on. Come on over here. Let's go on a grand adventure. It's Billy Mays. So Oh, it's like it's like uh, what's it called? That one movie that actually fucking bombed terribly. Uh, uh, the Bookmaster, Pagemaster, yeah, Pagemaster, where he like gets sucked into the books and like <laughs> is brought on this adventure that saves the library, basically. So, God, that movie's so much fun. I actually so, really liked it. So um, Billy Mace, Mace reaches out yeah. like the ring, takes your hand, brings you into the TV mm-hmm. world. <laughs> he's just, he just see his big hairy ass arm just te- like morph out of the TV, and he does that like finger pull gesture yeah it's just like come and now come you're in like the... this metroidvania world where you <laughs> need to get through all of these different tv channel worlds right like all of the zones will based on, be based on different yeah. tv channels and each like tv channel yeah. is going to have a different skill or a different item which you can then mm-hmm. use to double back and get to other levels and other spaces what are some of the things that billy may has helped advertise uh billy may's advertised i believe the big one was clorox right Mm, the Clorox wipes, yes. So Billy May's OxyClean was his big one. Oh God, that looks like pudding. That that just does not look good at all. OxyClean, uh, yeah, OxyClean. I'm looking at him like look at a tank of just like OxyClean and a bunch of other like clothing, and it just looks like really deadly, disgusting soup. And I'm not, I'm not about it. I got a list here of all of okay. the items that Billy Mays has pitched. Oh, okay, okay. There's the awesome auger, which is a gardening tool. There's the Hercules hook, mm-hmm. a hook for hanging objects on a wall. There's the mighty, mighty Ooh, mend it, a bonding a agent hook. for mending cloth. Is it as good as flex tape? Because if it's not, then what the fuck, what the fuck, Billy Mays? Uh, there's the steam buddy, a lightweight steam iron. There's a lot of stuff here, dude. There's so many things that he helped okay, advertise. Okay, so. so- so each of those is like an item that he unlocks. Like, okay, I feel like okay. So we figured out the mechanics. It's like each level introduces a new, or each each zone, let's say, introduces a new tool that allows you to get through it. Mm-hmm. What is like the point? Are you just like, it, why did Billy Mays bring you here? Is it like, is he actually a villain and he's like trying? He starts off as a good guy and he's trying to get all of his stuff back. Are you trying to help him get his stuff back so he can send you, like, he could fix things or send you home, but it turns out he's, like, an evil person? Or is it, like, they're, oh, my God, actually, wait, I have it. 
the guy who did the Sham Wow commercials because he's an actual piece of shit. He, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if you knew that. No, you're right. Um, wait, hold on, let me, let me. No, the Sham Wow guy is a piece of shit. I have it, AJ, because the Sham Wow guy is a piece of shit. He's the villain of our game. So he, the Sham Wow guy, has invaded all other infomercials like. Um, that villain from Wreck-It Ralph style, where he's trying to control the whole arcade or control... Yeah, like he was trying game, to do. Let's say. Before he yeah. got arrested for being a <laughs> shit man. Like, like, so, like he was trying to do. So, this game is... Billy Mays has brought you in because he needs your help to get all of his devices back that he you can then use to get in... in in collaboration to defeat the ShamWow guy. Billy May says, so, I'm going to hold, I'm holding the ShamWow man back. I need you to go through every TV channel and retrieve my power uh -huh. items. If you can bring me my whole armory, uh -huh. then I can finally vanquish this piece of shit. <laughs> go forth, character. I, uh, bring me my tools. I can picture your character. <laughs> I got picture your character getting a really cool like utility belt of all of the various things, and your character's like and a li just, just a little very, kid. Very I'm imagining something like like the little yeah, Undertale just a little sprite, kid. just a little kid that really shouldn't be yeah. holding all of these things. Definitely doesn't need yeah. the awesome auger because that sounds like a horrible weapon, or the Hercules hook. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Holy shit, these names sound pretty badass. Actually, they sound pretty badass, don't they? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's a game. Give me, uh, give me you ready one for friend. another video game idea. Yes, sir. This comes from our Reddit. What were you going to say? This comes from our Reddit. Uh, this comes from user Too Many Bees, Octodad Traveler. Octodad Traveler. So you've played more Octopath Traveler than I have. And I know you didn't play all of it because it's so fucking massive, it's right? It's really long. I spent 40 hours into it and only got like two characters uh, or only got like uh, two chapters done for each character. Very large game. So how? So how do we turn Octodad into a 400-plus-hour game? We take Octodad. He has eight limbs. Uh-huh. Each limb uh -huh. is a different class for a character. And here's what it is. You ready what? for this? I'm about to fucking crack <laughs> this wide me. open. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You play as Octodad, creating an RPG, or creating, like, a little puppet show for his kids. So... Every little tentacle mm -hmm. is dressed up like a tiny person, but it's just a tentacle. And mm -hmm. he's like holding the little tentacles mm -hmm. up on screen like an RPG. So it looks like a turn-based RPG. It has like menus for a turn-based RPG, but the sprites are all just little tentacles being held up. Ooh, okay. I'm so imagining like something that plays a little bit. You get through it, very it, different situations. Yeah, it plays a little bit more like there was this mobile game that I played on my phone called Knights of Pen and Paper or something like that, where it was just like a really, mm -hmm. really simple RPG. Every little character had like a couple skills that you could use as you went through the legends or these, uh, as you went through these different worlds and stuff. And so, like, I imagining mm -hmm. like this like turn-based RPG that has like level selectors and a lot of text-based stories, but you can only have a class of up to four characters, and the villains are also tentacles dressed up to look like bad guys, and you just run through this like little so, story as Octodad is trying to communicate a puppet show to his kids. That's actually really fucking cute, and I like that. I like that a lot because. Is it going to be a? Is it going to have the same controls as Octopath as Octodad, where it's just like each button represents nope. like a different? You have to none of hold none down of the, the silly control schemes. It's just a fun menu based game, menu based RPG. But why is that? And why is it Octodad though? 
because that that to me doesn't isn't Octodad anymore. It's just like a finger puppet show. Game. Mm, that's a good point. How do we make it Octodad? You know, so is it like you your t- you have to like do a multiplayer thing where? Oh gosh, I, <laughs> you know it would be really fucked up and really fun, um, because Xbox isn't experimenting with technology anymore. We have to do it for yeah, them. Yeah, that's right? true. So what you do is, so what you do is, this is a couch co-op game where you have four controllers hu- uh, hooked up to uh, the same Xbox. Only one controller will be active at a time, so it'll be you have to communicate <laughs> with the people you're sitting on the couch with. So like, hey. Uh, character number three, the the mage of the group. Your your controller's active, or like, um, only actually, it'll everybody has to stop touching their controller to move one. So like, if if everybody's trying to move at the same time, it get like the game, like it doesn't glitch, but it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? So like, three of the players need to stop touching their fucking controllers buttons so one person can do what they need to do. And maybe the game Here's is frustrating because it sometimes requires you to do, m- move multiple people at a time. So you have to, like, weigh your options. And it, it's very frustrating that way, the same way Octodad was. What if it was like, okay, yeah, what What if we do it? I, I love this controller idea, but what I'm kind of interested in is a game that... Do you remember that one game we played on our phones? Um, it was like a Telltale, like, nor- narrative-based game. But, like, we were a detective, and we all... That is so vague. What was the name of it? <laughs> you're so vague. You're so vague it, right it, now. It was I have no idea bit, what you're talking about. It was a little bit like um, Until Dawn, but we were all playing on our phones. So it was a cop drama where we could vote on what our characters oh, did all based on our phones. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh... So the game you're thinking about is Hidden Agenda. Okay, yeah, Hidden Agenda. Uh, so Hidden Agenda was this I, game where uh, it was yeah. one of those like story-based, like, oh, you just select the thing that you want, and then the characters will all do that based on the selections that you mm-hmm, made. Mm-hmm. But what was kind of cool about Hidden Agenda was that your t- party had to like vote on what would be said, and whatever got the most votes mm-hmm. won. What if we did a full mm-hmm. turn-based all- RPG where that was the way that every mm-hmm. encounter happened? All of the players had but to agree on what you were given... going to do, and if you didn't agree on mm-hmm. what you were going to do, then Octodad said, "Okay, okay, well, I'm going to destroy them." How about how about how about how about this? How about this? So we take a page out of Monster of the Week's book, the RPG. There's the idea of mixed successes in this game. So there's each situation has multiple outcomes. It's one where like. You all refuse, you all agree, or some of you agree. So there's like a, that'll be like, depending on how many people agreed, will dictate what happens in that situation. Yes, if all three characters agree that your caster casts fireball, it's probably going to crit. But if only one person did, then Mm -hmm. the caster's still going to cast fireball. But because only one person voted for fireball, then the odds of that fireball Mm -hmm. exploding on the caster are way higher. Yes, but how we introduce some stank onto this, we take we take again from Hidden Agenda, everybody has their own hidden thing. So like the mage is like your thing is is like no matter what you do, this level do not cast fireball or your something is really bad is going to happen. Your character to you. gets more so, like, experience. Say th- well, your character yes, your character it, it, gets more it's experience. It's like that competitive co-op thing. Like you could... only gain, you don't lose mm-hmm. out on anything by not casting no, fireball no, 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 for no, no, the no. encounter, I want, you would I... get more experience. 
I, w- I want to do th- I want to do something like this because I think it'd be really really fun. Okay. So you guys go it, most the bulk of the game is a con- is the voting aspect. But if something goes wrong, like uh, your hidden agenda as the caster is like don't cast fireball or something really bad is going to happen. Fireball gets casted. Your mage then goes crazy with power, and now it becomes an actual like side scroller beat em up where the three people have to take on the mage as a boss or something like that. So it becomes a little bit like, um, uh, for example, what's that one game you and I play? It's the one where we're all ghosts trying to fight over the same body. Um, that's trying to get out you of play the as crypt. a ghost trying to control but, like, the body to get out of a crypt. Yeah. Yeah. But the, and then the three players can then become monsters that the main person fights. And if you kill that person, you take over their body or their spot. And then you fight your way to a boss fight that the crawl. other that the three players can then fuck with you crawl thank you so it, it plays like crawl where it's like you guys have to work it as a team but then one person becomes somebody that the other three have to defeat to calm them back down and get back into the flow of the game how my issue with turning it into crawl is i don't know how that feels like octo dad still unless we have four octo dads well it's it becomes a game that's about it, it becomes like a, a multi-part game where it's like it's the Octodad thing where you need to work in unison and, like, make sure you're voting and doing and, like, certain pick characters have control in certain moments. But then if a dispute happens, sometimes it become it then becomes, like, a side-scroller beat-em-up. So it's, like, a game that has that plays like Octodad but then has another sub-game so to some, it. So some combat encounters are played like an RPG. Other combat encounters mm-hmm. are played like a beat-em-up. Yes. And it's decided by fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> like, like how, how, how would we create uh, a game that decides which encounters play like what? Well, I think you could do a thing where it's just like it if it's like a if it's like a story if it's like a story thing, you know what situations could cause like major like you I don't know, like maybe there's a tell that if you guys decide to do it this way. If you way, want to just dump the RPG turn based combat, we totally can. Well no, I like that because that it it, it stays within the Octodad thing. I was just trying to find something that puts a little bit of a wrinkle on it and then goes from being because I, I admittedly, when we were playing um Hidden Agenda, there was a lot of waiting. It was a lot of watching. There wasn't like things that immediately like got my blood pumping. And I think it'd be really fun. Welcome we... to turn-based RPGs. There's a reason why I stopped playing Octodad Travel, Octopath Traveler. <laughs> okay, fair. That's fair. I don't know. Maybe oh, maybe we just drop it. that. Okay, go ahead. I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. Yes. If yes, your yes. concern is like you want to make sure that arc players are still playing a reactionary game as well as the turn-based RPG, yes. Then what we do is we gamify the reactions of the combat. So what we do is you to cast spells, and when it's your attack turn, everybody needs to vote on stuff, and depending on what gets the most votes means that that attack's going to be the most effective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, players are given a hidden agenda so that they can get themselves some bonus experience. In order to make sure that they're still playing a reactive game, the way it works is when Octo de- when the enemies in Octo Dad Traveler attack, then you get to control your little like tentacle uh, Ooh, character, yeah, you but can it's control. very slidey, mm-hmm. and you need to move your character into safety so that they are not attacked by the enemies. Ah, okay, okay. So it, yes, I like that because I think adding that little element of like franticness and having direct control will make the decision parts a lot more bearable. Or it'll it'll be like there will be a yeah. flow to the game where things are calm and then things are crazy and then things are calm again and things are crazy. I think that'd be a lot of fun. All right. I think we got. Are we I ready? Think, are we Do ready? Do you have one more for me? I th- 
let me look. I don't know about you, AJ, but I remember the days of like sponsored games, like games that were made for the Xbox or the PS3 or whatever that were meant to be built off of a brand. And if we're going to be launching the Xbox One, I mean, sorry, the Xbox Series S dumb title console, we it's need the to worst name for a game. I know because like, I keep fucking and, like, forgetting I do it. have to give them major props yeah. for creating the shittiest name for a game console. <laughs> it's a cool console that shouldn't be made. I am not witty enough for a funny name at ARP1033, a game based off of your least favorite movie franchise with the goal of making it so bad it kills the entire brand. So, AJ, what's your least favorite uh, franchise? What's your least favorite movie? Oh, man. I I do such a good job deleting things that I hate from my mind. <laughs> well, I remember... I didn't. Wasn't there, like, one that you really hated called The Kissing Booth that was just, like, so traumatically terrible that was it was just a fucking terrible Yeah, experience? but I don't think... Luckily, I don't think that's a franchise. Oh. Well, I mean, no, there's a, there's a Kissing Booth, too. It's a franchise. There's a what? Yeah, isn't there, like, a Kissing Booth? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Kissing Booth, too. No, they didn't do a Kissing Booth 2, did they? The Kissing Booth 2. It's a 2020 film. Yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> Official Why sequel trailer. They... Yeah. <laughs> Why would they do this? Why would they make this? Why would they? What the fuck? All right, the AJ, first tell... one is so bad. AJ, tell us, tell us the, 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 the plot of A Kissing Booth, please. So the plot of The Kissing Booth is there's this girl and she gets sexually harassed in high school and she's like, hey, that sucks shit. And then the dude that did it says, you want to go on a date? And she's like, yeah, sure. I guess I'll go on a date with the guy that sexually harassed me. And then she finds out that like her best friend's older brother apparently walks around the school and fist fights anybody that shows interest in her because he's like crazy and like is like i don't want anybody porking down with with my sister's best or my brother's best friend that's not and she's like that sucks (laughs) and then she's like but what if but what if you porked down on me instead and he was like Uh, hey aj real quick please don't please don't use the statement pork down on me i it like deeply makes me like actually uncomfortable (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's how what watching this movie feels like. Oh shit! So she goes okay. ahead and she goes ahead and goes on a date with the guy that was like fist fighting people that tried to ask her out, and then they fall in love, I guess. And then there's a scene where they go to a beach and get really drunk, and then like he's too drunk to like drive, so she starts to walk away, and then he like attacks a car and scares her. So she says, "Okay, I'll hop in the car with the guy that's been drinking all day." And they go uh, off to like some view site. Uh, they get it on. It's quoted as romance. Uh, There's a scene where the big brother character that she's dating starts beating the absolute piss out of his little brother. And she's like, God, like, and that's just a plot point. Why is this? I'm looking at I'm looking at all of the fucking like wallpaper. I mean, sorry, posters and other things. This looks like a romantic teen comedy from the 70s. And I fucking hate that's the way because that's how it's played. I These are all things that happen and it's played like, like it. it's totally fine and cool. Why? And it, here's well, actually, the wait, is it meant to be a satire? With the game. Is it meant to be a no. satire? Or is it like actually... No, because it, like... If, it, if it is meant to be a satire, it's not played like a satire. But I do have one issue with it that is a matter of production, and it is maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen, and also oh. the strangest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anytime the male lead and the female lead 
are in a scene where they're supposed to be intimate together. They have the male lead stand on an apple box, making him six inches taller than her. Oh my fucking god. That reminds this me- This is god, not how, a joke, how, because how there's a scene near the end where you can watch him take a step backward, and you watch him step off the apple box <laughs> and shrink. <laughs> How fucking weak is your masculinity, you fuckhead? Like, that reminds me so much. Okay, wait. I can't blame the actor because that might be like the dire- that might be the director. No, this was the, the director's choice be- to be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're on this side of them, he's standing uh-huh. on an apple box, so she's only standing to like his elbow. <laughs> like, I don't know why they made that conscious decision. But well, in any that- scene where they're like intimate together, he's like a million feet tall. And then when they go back to the wides, when they can't have him on the apple box, he's like a normal dude height. <laughs> there's our cave there's our cave so it's it's a dumb little phone game where you're about to be have a photo taken of you or something with this girl that you like and you the puzzle it's it's a puzzler trying to figure out hey what's the thing in this environment that i can use to move to get that i can stand on to be taller and it's just like the entire time we're just commenting on how fucking dumb that is because you know what that reminds me of i don't know if you ever saw it but it's like one of the funniest fucking pictures i've ever seen of just a dude being a dude bro dumb shit it's this baseball player was on the field being interviewed by a very very tall female reporter and they actually brought over like the bucket of baseballs so he can stand on it so he himself can be like a head taller than this than the interviewer woman and i just look at that and i'm like you are just like such a dumb just just gross person and i just i can't help but laugh at that and that's what this why do we put so much emphasis on people's height what the hell because it's like it's supposed to be like a, a representation of like you you're taller than everybody so you are seeing things from a higher vantage point you are in control you have a position of power and like of course like when they're trying to show a dude in a romantic relationship with a girl or whatever he's got to be the large dominant one that's always in control of the situation and it's just toxic dumb bullshit and i just i it, and i feel like <laughs> I hate it, but also I love hate the the advertising for this movie because like when I type in Kissing Booth two, I just that one of the first things that comes up is Marco is a snack, and I'm like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 It's just like it's just so funny. Guess how much it has on uh, Rotten Tomatoes? (laughs) It should have. Wait, Kissing Booth one or Kissing Booth two? Kissing, kissing Booth 2. The Revenge of the Kissing Booth. Revenge I don't know. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> kissing Booth 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, 27% we can only hope on that Rotten it's Tomato. way less toxic. It's 27%. And I I very much doubt it because it looks like uh, one of the things is Battle of the Boyfriends. So it looks like two dudes that are competing over this girl. And... Uh, <laughs> so... Damn. We just... We just release a game that's a Telltale series of Kissing Booth 2, and it's just awful. It just has, it just brings to the light all of the bad scenes from Kissing Booth. I don't know how you can kill it. I think the only way that we can create a video game that is so bad that it kills Kissing Booth is by creating a video game so bad it kills Netflix, and they released Bandersnatch, and it didn't do anything to them, so they're fucking immortal. <laughs> Well, keep in mind is that how do you kill a series that will, how do you kill something that will not die? 
Um, that's what because, I'm saying. That's why kissing, I'm saying kissing we can't, booth we was can't so kill bad, kissing booth. We have to kill but Netflix. They still, they st- <laughs> okay, so how do we release a game that can kill Netflix? Uh, I'll tell you how we release a video game that kills Netflix. Let me introduce you to the Xbox Series S Game Pass. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's the tool to kill Netflix. <laughs> oh, we just create better Netflix. <laughs> it's just the Xbox Game Pass. Xbox doing it. I didn't expect to land here, but now I'm rooting for Xbox Series S Game Pass to kill Netflix so that we don't get killing booth Kissing Booth 2. Killing Booth. <laughs> Let me create Killing <laughs> Booth for Xbox Game Pass. That's <laughs> the name of uh, it's Kissing Booth 3. It's just called The Killing Booth. They're in the post-apocalypse. And it's just teen drama in the post-apocalypse. Wait, that actually sounds cool. Don't fuck that. I don't want anything affiliated with Kissing Booth. It's terrible. <laughs> All right, let's pick a nug. All right, All right. I, I think it's our exercise FPS game. What do you think? I also think it's the... We've done an eSport already is where I'm a little bit concerned. We haven't done a workout game yet, though. I think that's what that, makes it You know what? Cool. That's a good point. And, we have- and the reason why workout games haven't been taken seriously yet is because they haven't broken into the eSport scene. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? I agree. Let's do a workout-based <laughs> just, game. Just the idea of it's like welcome to welcome to uh fps worlds 20 2021 and you just have a bunch of people that are just jacked as shit but in very specific areas just like coming onto the stage just like a dude with really yoked with like a yoked neck but nothing else you know i don't know why that's so funny to me Hold on, wait, Let, hear, hear me out, hear me out. You mentioned worlds, right? Uh-huh. We're going to steal ro- worlds from League, which means that uh-huh. our game, all we already know, it needs to be like fit, it needs to be fitness-based and it needs to be astrology-based with our naming conventions, right? Astrology-based? What are you talking about? Well, it, it needs, I'm sorry, not astrology-based. It needs to be astronomical. It needs to be, like, space terminology because we're going to steal the word worlds from League. Uh-huh. Okay. But it's Is also it a fitness, fitness game. Is it just fitness world? Planet also fitness. Planet... <laughs> but that, Blake, that we're feel... creating no, Planet Fitness no, the game. No, okay, well, hold on. That's the name of the event. <laughs> that's the yearly event where okay. all of the best, that's, okay. That's, okay. where yeah. all the best like FPS, uh, buff FPS players come and, and play. And it's really cool. It's a really yeah, positive environment. Everybody's telling each other that they love each other. It's fucking. It's like a good. It's a good environment. I don't want none of that toxic shit that you, you get. It, like, I don't know envision if a world. world. Envision a world where the community around this game is toxic when the hype moments include people doing a backflip. I mean, I. I don't know. I've it's never impossible. Looked at, like, a We've per- created the most imp- radical yeah. game ever. <laughs> it's all the tension of worlds, but when they get to the team fight, people just start doing backflips. This rules. <laughs> and you know what we do on social media is like anytime the camera comes to somebody in the crowd, they have to do a backflip. <laughs> so it's like, oh, the camera's obviously you just have like a wave of people just doing backflips on camera. And it's like the most oh, yeah, people fucking have- experience ever. Well, pe- people do backflips when they need to do their alts. This is going to be an amazing game. Mm. It, I think we've agreed that it's like a cl- it's a character based first person shooter where all skills are triggered with physical activities: mm. burpees, mm. push ups, squats, backflips. Well, backflips mm. are for alts. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the meta is going to come and go, most likely depending on what character can get the players ready to do a backflip best, mm-hmm. just because those are going to be the characters that have the alts that are going to change the battle most often. Okay, and the alts are... See, the alts is where it gets a little weird for me. What is the alt in a shooter game? Is it like, call it... I have indigestion, sorry. What is the I, I'm imagining like alts in the same way that like Overwatch or Valorant have alts or see, Paladins. We have see, characters that like clear a room, people that can create a super force field, people that see, can the, create. The, the like, thing I'm confused on here is that is this when we've the games we've used as examples are kind of very grounded, at least a little bit in like it's humans behind the guns. Is this going to be superhero? Is it like? Overwatch, where it's superheroes behind the guns, I guess is what I'm getting at. Is it going to be like cyborgs? There's a, a sentient ape man. Is it going to be a awesome uh, airplane pilot that was in a tragic accident? That I see. Them yeah, to, like, we, we have to ask ourselves, what is the f- what's the flavor of it, right? Valorant yeah. has all these spec ops people. Overwatch has these superheroes. Mm, mm-hmm. What is the flavor? I think the I... flavor is perhaps... Mm-hmm. Is it perhaps professional athletes are the flavor? We have characters that come in and like we have a hockey based character. We have a football based character. We have a soccer based character. Interesting. So like if like the hockey I'm going to main Uh the lacrosse based character because he's got good range. He's got Mm -hmm. solid passing and Mm -hmm. he's the only character with a weaponized stick. Only bladed Mm -hmm. character. Well, except for the fencing character, but that's <laughs> <Yeah>. different. <laughs> that is that is fair. Oh, dude, an all melee like fencing person that would be really cool. Well, there's going to definitely be a boxing character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's rad! As, that's rad as shit, actually. Okay, okay. So it's not just like an FPS; it's also like a melee game that where there are some characters who do have like distance. It's like I mean, like even in uh, even in Overwatch, there's some characters that are strictly melee, like uh, Reinhardt. Is just basically oh well he does have yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. where he can send a blaster think, away. Here's the next and question: he can shoot himself at you, but like yeah, I think that but, it is an objective-based game, like where like you're trying to score points. I kind of want to maybe create an esport game by mixing in every possible kind of athlete, where the goal is to get like mm-hmm. score the ball into the field goal or zone for other characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, some fuck. maps will so have like that you it... can throw the ball in. Some maps will have you have to run mm-hmm. the ball in. Some maps, uh, we'll we'll swap around. Maybe there's a map where you have you to have dunk to, the you ball have to rather the ball than just throwing certain... it. Yeah, you have to hit the ball to a certain area. It'll it'll be it, it uh, like baseball. It, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the backdrop of this game is like the ult- ultimate sports arena, where it's just like, hey, we are going to create the ultimate. We've sport created that sports uses ball players. Yeah, we've created sports ball, the ultimate sport that includes every type of every game, every sports game imaginable (laughs) into one game. So that's why you have hockey players in the ring with baseball players. That's why you have boxers in the ring with uh, football players. (laughs) So it's it's ultimate. It's what we call ultimate sports ball. (laughs) And then and then, well, but that's B. USB are <laughs> that's funny. Well, ultimate sports ball, and then our yearly event is called Planet Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is is ultimate sports ball good, or do you think it's missing some of that action? That some of that some of that zest. What do you think? Are you talking about the name or the the, the creation name, the of name. the game in general? I think the I think the game's Does... solid as it is. I think I'm just on name now. Ultimate sports ball. It, it... Here's the thing. It's like usually I'd want to veer away from just like 
noun, 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 or like mm-hmm. word, word. Okay, how, but how ultimate sports ball does work surprisingly. Interesting. Okay, how about workout ball? Or like we include workout to some degree. So like people know what they're getting into when they look at this game. So it'll be like. Yeah, I think that what we're creating, we're trying to find like ring fit adventure, but mm-hmm. bring in the stank of an esport brand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have bring League in a little Legends. bit of like mm, what what makes it feel like an esport Valorant mm-hmm. League of Legends, uh, Dota, which I'm sure is an Dota. acronym for something. <laughs> what does Dota? <laughs> Defense of the Ancients. I have never heard it ever, ever in my life called that. Yeah, Wait. but hey, I was right though, right? Whoa, it's a, this was a mod for World of Warcraft. I'm sorry, Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos. Defense of Ancients oh, was a mod at first. That's actually very fascinating. I did not know that. All right. Well, wait, 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 wait. So, <laughs> so, we just So, is athletes sp- a strong enough word? Athletes. Uh... <laughs> I, have, I, I don't know I, I i like the idea of a phrase and just the one that stands out to me is get pumped what if it's uh, called pump ball pump ball is it too sexual is pump too sexual it has like mm, a little bit of a connotation it, yeah hear, <laughs> hearing it back i didn't like it very much all right, let's call it ultimate sports ball. Whatever, we're, we're already we're running the clock. Ball it is. We got we got we got shit to do. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm happy with ultimate sports ball. I am also very happy with ultimate sports ball. <laughs> you ready to go to patch notes? I am very much ready to go patch notes. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. As always. Blake and I got a couple things that we want to ramble off and rattle through. Uh, actually, I lied today. I only have one thing. If you could do us a huge, huge, huge solid and leave us a review on iTunes. We honestly, like, these things help us on the back end. It makes Apple look at us and actually take us seriously. It makes other people checking out the show look at us and take us a little bit more seriously. And it just makes Blake and I feel really good to see those little comments because we are victims of the 21st century and we see comments about us and it makes our brain go. Makes our lizard brain go good. So if you want to just leave us some nice words of asper of not words of aspiration, words of kindness, words of niceness. I actually want to read one because I actually I went to our iTunes just now and I found one that I really, really thought was really sweet. This comes to us from Jeff Dwelling Deck. Deck Dwelling Tea Drinker, wonderfully inclusive comedy video game design. A delightful podcast with sweet himbo energy, which never ceases to make me giggle. The boys love each other in their community, and every once in a while make a game that I'm genuinely upset I cannot play. Thank you, Deck Dwelling Tea Drinker. You're so fucking kind and awesome. Yeah, and sweet. that's that's, that's really, really cool. nice. I'm glad to know that yeah. you think this is like an exclusive space. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so uh, much. Thank you for tuning in this week. And we hope to see you next week. As always, our intro and outro is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game, which we may have to change depending on how the world goes, because (laughs) maybe a miracle's happening. Oh, yeah, dude. We'll have to talk about that next episode. (laughs) I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.